Hi, Sean. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am just dandy. That's great. That's great. Welcome to Caregiver Shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> Here we are. Again, it's Friday. What number are we on? Three. Yes, we are. 3.1. We're getting better. Yeah, I hope that you guys can tell the difference on this one. I really do. I hope so. Because we're trying. We're trying. Yeah, it's yeah. getting better. Yeah, I think we're getting better. And, Sean, who do we have in the studio, a.k.a. your office, today? <laughs> in the studio today with us, we have Tammy Teeter with Senior Transitions of Indiana. Tammy. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Good. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I started doing this business about seven years ago because I love seniors and the company that I worked for was kind of downsizing. And so I had to make a decision what I wanted to do the rest of my life. And since I've been caring for people forever, I thought, like I care for people and get paid. So here I am. Right. <laughs> money, money. Who's got some money? <laughs> Sounds good. Uh-huh. So, but again, you tell us a little bit about your history. Mm -hmm. Like, I, obviously, we know that if you're going to be in this, you have to have a passion for it, right? Because right. we love our Grammy and Grampies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, a lot of my life I've spent in in care of other people. My first job when I was a teenager, I was a candy striper at Mishawaka Hospital for five years um, and loved doing that and then I moved on to in-home care so I worked for a lot of different companies that would send me out the agency that people talk about that was me <laughs> and uh, so um, that's what I did for many many years help people in nursing homes or in their own home so I did that for a long time but unfortunately when I did it it paid five and a quarter an hour so if you wanted to build a family and a home and that wasn't the profitable way to do it so then I just kind of went out into the world and worked but then always caring for people. There was always somebody that I was helping or taking to the doctor or anything. So then it just came into this part where, again, the company that I was working for, they they downsized. And so I had an opportunity to see what I wanted to do. And this is it. Like seniors are what I love. <laughs> so it's not a job. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. When you can mm -hmm. love what you do. Yeah. What is it? Want to go to work every day. Exactly. Right. Yep. Yes. There's never a day I don't wait. I wake up every day blessed that I can do what I do instead of, oh, I don't want to get up anymore. You know, it's, and now that I'm entering the second half of my life, I'm like, yay, <laughs> I have something that I want to do and not just fill a, a, a job and, you know, getting a paycheck. Because you're self-employed, right? Self-employed, completely. Yeah, so yep. you built this business. Correct. Yeah, prior to this, I did own a franchise, and we did this sort of thing. Um, but at the end of the contract, I decided that I just wanted to be on my own and, and do what I wanted to do. And that's when I started Senior Transitions and have moved on from there. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. So tell us what a little bit. Okay, so... I know that you like come to Sean or I and you're like, we have a client. And then what is that? Pro Tell us about what from beginning to end. What is the process? What do you do? Well, first. Oh, interrupt you, girl. All <laughs> right. right. Let's do this. I mean, honestly, before she can come to us, somebody's got to go to her. That's what I said. Walk us through the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> how does somebody go to you, Tammy? Right. Well, I get referrals from all over. Doctor's offices. uh, uh um, Adult foster cares, um, adult uh, protective services, um, Alzheimer's of North America, uh, 
word of mouth, <laughs> people's neighbors. I advertise, so I'm on the radio. I do events so I can put my name out there. Uh, so I just get them from, after all these years, I think people just realize who I am and what I do and that I can be helpful to them. Um, and so that's how I get referrals. Um, and once I get one, then I will meet with the people that need the help or the family of the people. I don't necessarily have to sit down with, you know, maybe your 80-year-old grandma has very bad dementia. Obviously, she's not going to understand what we're talking about. So I will meet with whomever is the power of attorney or, you know, just really whoever's in charge and figure out what are they like? What do they need? What can they afford? What's important to them? Do they have animals? So I'm going to only take them to places that they can take their dog or so you get Get really personal with what they want and because I've been doing this long enough I know my buildings and so I can understand finances if you know if they're they don't make quite enough that I can take them to the buildings that can show less uh you know Fumble. It's okay. No, Weekly it's the financials, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so the, financials. the financials. You have to make sure their budget appropriate, exactly. right? And That's... I don't want to, you know, don't, I don't want to make them pay all of their money right away. You want it to last as long as possible because you know you want to be able to stay there. And Girl, we're in the home. same right. business. Exactly, we're in the same business. <laughs> you know and what I'm talking about. We want them to stay with us as long as possible. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you just want to make that good pair with the building for the people um, for the long term. It's not just where can I put them today and not worry about three years from now. So you were like senior living concierge. Yeah. yeah I guess you could call it that. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like that. You're I like, like what that. services do you need and what can I sign you up for? Exactly. I yeah, <laughs> yep. She's kind of a gal, gal of all trade. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. 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 I will help them throughout the whole entire process. I don't just, so once I meet them and find their needs, then I pick out the buildings that I think will best suit them and I will tour them. So then that's when I would call you guys and say, Hey, I have a client. Let's pick a day to tour them. I bring them over. They tour. I show them at least three places to give them those three options and then talk about every one of them because they're all different. And then they choose, or if they want to see more, I'll show them any building they want to see, but I'll also let them know the pros and cons for them about that building. So they thoroughly understand when they're making this decision they got it. They know what they're, you know, look, looking for. And then if they want to choose one, again, I bring them back. We do the paperwork and I have movers that can move them. Um, I have realtors that can sell their home, auctioneers that can auction their property or the contents. And then attorneys in the end, if they need power of attorney or guardianship or any other legal will made or something, then these are just people that I've vetted over the years that I know I can trust and they do a good job for my clients. And so... You kind of help start to finish. And then even once I place them, I'm not done. If they need help with anything after that, if they like to go out and I'll take them out to dinner or whatever they want to do, I will just, I don't never leave them. <laughs> Unless they don't want me to, you know. They're then... friends for life. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I have you a lot of grandmas. you got a friend in me. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, here we you go. you got a friend in me. I loved that movie. <laughs> oh, here's Jennifer singing again already. So early in the podcast today, right. Jennifer. It is really early in the it podcast. I, 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 uh, I, it was a perfect it was perfect. That's true. I'm yeah. sorry. She was, was on it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say that about you, Tammy, that that is one thing I love about Tammy is that when I see her in the building, whether I'm touring with her or she's touring with Amber, um, she always is saying hi 
to yeah. her clients that she's placed here. Yeah. And I just love that. And I mean, even any of our residents that are here, she is talking to, she's interacting with. Um, it's just, it's great. You can definitely tell that she does have a passion for seniors and mm -hmm. that's what we love to see. Yeah. But we always tell people that you cannot be in this industry without a passion. No. Right. And as Angel said, you shouldn't be. Right, exactly. Without a yeah, passion. Because I know some that are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they because, be. because they yeah. they do need us. Their families right. need us. They every like we're the the answer getters. Right. And right. so if we can't get those answers, then we find somebody who can. Exactly. Like right. you. Ta da. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I tell my clients because some of them, you know, they're in the they're in the medical field so they're almost embarrassed to call me and ask me because well they should know this and i'm like mm -mm. this isn't something that you might check on every once in a while or you pass by and you know of it if you've never looked for an independent assisted living memory care you don't know anything about it right I mean, that's not a bad thing there you is no shame in asking right there is again yeah. guys there's no shame in asking for help i think we, that? <laughs> yeah, we we honestly say that almost every <laughs> single podcast because we really want to drive it home that yeah. we want to help yeah. that that's what we get paid for number one exactly. and number two we want to make sure that you're okay mm -hmm. because caregiver burnout is real it's completely real yes it is yes. tammy what tell us your definition of caregiver burnout well you know you're the only one there you're you know i have a client right now i'll give you an instance his wife is in a memory care and that's a good place for her um but he wants to bring her home and then bring it in home care so he wanted me to talk to him about that i said well first i don't think it's a good idea but if you wanted to bring her home i think you should have the care at night because you'll get your rest and then you can care for her during the day, make her lunch, take her places, do whatever you want to do. But if you can't sleep at night, you're not going to be able to take care of her and you're going to burn out. That's so right. even though you care about her and you want to help her, you need sleep too. So if you can't get the rest, you can't care for her. So then he realized, yeah, he probably, you know, he was thinking about during the day, but I'm like, then you won't sleep. And so you'll be up all day and all night. Right. So you might as well bring them in at night and that's going to help you. So there's just all these little things that you think about that, you know, will help them. And so I can answer those questions and make different things, you know, that they didn't even think about. I can bring it to their attention. Right. And, you know, then they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. But I've helped so many people that I have so many instances to pull from that it's easy for me to make decisions or, or you know, talk to them about things because I probably did it already 10 times. So, yeah, we, yeah, you don't know what you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And that's really kind of how we go with this is yeah. that we're getting the information, the resources for you mm -hmm. because you don't know what you don't know what you don't know. Right, right. Like, and then sometimes you'll get the resources that you shouldn't have picked, you know. I mean, there's some people out there that prey on the elderly. You know, so, you know, they might have big, bright signs and, you know, all of this, but. Yeah, we're going to, um, we're probably going to have somebody in here. In fact, Good we idea. will be having somebody in here to talk about fraud and yep. all those things that, you know, signs of what's happening. You know, somebody's beginning mm -hmm. fraudulent stuff going on. Yep. So we will, because that's true too. And we yep. are, again, we are the frontline protectors of the Grammy and Grampies. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, with the caregiver burnout, you're just putting so much into that person that you forget about yourself. And, you know, oh, I'll take a shower later or I'll eat lunch when I get done with taking care of her or whatever it is. And you quit focusing on yourself. And then usually it is the caregiver that has the medical problem. And at right. that point, it's usually a catastrophic one. Right. And so we talk about, Sean and I talk about, go ahead and tell them about a crisis mode situation that sometimes we have. Oh, man. You know, we, I know I work with 
people, you know, we can work with them for months. I've got people that I've been touching for, not touching, touching physically. <laughs> making phone calls. Making phone calls making, with, yeah. yeah, contacting, you know, could be for over a year. And then all of a sudden now they're in crisis mode because mom, dad, grandma, grandpa has had a fall and they need to move in somewhere this weekend. Yeah. And, you know, you, you need to know these places ahead of time. So you need to be doing the research a mm-hmm. year, six mm-hmm. months ahead of time. That's great. Yep. But then let's make those moves happen sooner and don't wait for the crisis to happen. And it's mostly because a lot of our places, the assisted living, the memory cares and all can maintain a lower level of care. If they come in at a lower level of care, because number one, they're eating better. They have that socialization. Mm -hmm. Their, their, their caregiver is happier. And you tell it guys, just because your loved one is living in assisted living, memory care, nursing home, et cetera, does not make you not a caregiver anymore. Right. You are a caregiver as long as the caregivee is alive and doing well. Right. well it doesn't end. Right. And another thing to, to keep in mind, you know, if you do place mom or dad or whomever at an assisted living, a memory care, you can go and visit. And you can be the daughter. Yep. That's what I tell my clients all the time. You know, you don't have to worry about going over to mom's house and dreading going over there because you know you're going to have to fight her, help with the laundry, fight her to get her in the shower because she hasn't showered since the last time. Yep. Clean out the fridge because things are going bad. Mow the lawn. (laughs) You know, all of those things that need to be done on sometimes a daily or weekly basis. You can just go visit her and know that she's okay. Take her out to lunch. Yeah, exactly. Take her out to lunch. Hang out with her because you know what? We become the bad guys. Exactly. We're the ones who are making sure they eat, that they're getting their shower, that they have to wear pants that day. And yes, that is a fact. (laughs) You have to put on pants today. Yes. And and yeah, have we had some incidences where I've I've had walkers thrown at me? I'm sure that you've Mm -hmm. had some too, Sean and Tammy. You know, (laughs) I've had the police called on me. Yeah. Yeah, because they were get out of my home and the POA saying, no, stay, I need you. And I'm like, uh, uh. We do, right, right. So it's always going to be a situation. And that's why we can tell you, this is why this podcast exists. Again, because we feel you, people. We feel you. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your actual history, Tammy. What what brought you to actually want to work with seniors, find them homes? What Where did you find your passion? Well, I guess it all started way back when I worked at the hospital and I just took care of different people and... The elderly, to me, are the funniest, the brightest, the, you know, they just have history. Um, They're our elders. It's our job to protect them and take care of them. And I can't think of anything else to do because, you know, and then luckily on top of that, you get to work with all these great veterans that have fought for our country and I can't think of any greater human being. Oh, they have the best stories. Yeah, exactly. They have the best best stories yeah. and I'm like and they're like and there I was what a bomb I have to drop on but I'm like what <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I had to wake up this morning and choose a cereal. <laughs> exactly. And like, you thought that yeah. was tough. Yeah. You had to decide where you're dropping a bomb or where you're going to have your parachuter go out. Like, jeez. Yep. Yep. And he's like, and I had one engine out and I was going <laughs> to land this plane. I'm like, <laughs> yep. holy cannoli. Yep. Yep. They're just the greatest people ever. And I just think that I'm lucky that I get to be a part of their life and that they think I'm actually changing it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I'm just doing my job. You are changing lives. I was lives. just going to say, yeah. you are changing <laughs> Yeah, I guess, you know, I I love the elderly. There's nobody better. I think, you know, working with the greatest generation we've ever had, is a. it's just a blessing to me. It's not, I, there's nothing more I could do that this is a very fulfilling, no matter if I make money or not. Um, it's not about that at all. It's about helping the people and the elderly and just looking at that little lady in the eye and knowing that she knows that I'm going to be there if she needs me. You know, she may not have her kids or, you know, they're not good, but they, once they realize that they really can call and I really will be there, uh, it just gives them something to hope for, you know, right. and somebody that they know they can count on. And, and then when I put them in places that I really like, I'm so at ease with a lot of these buildings that I put my clients in because it's places I would put my own parents. And so I, when I walk out of the door, I'm totally comfortable with leaving them in the care of the building that they're in because... I because you know them. them. You yeah. know them. And you've been around in right. this area for a long time, haven't right. you? So well, I you grew do up know. here in yeah. this area. I left to Michigan for 20 years, but I came back here. I graduated from Penn, so I'm a local girl. Um, and I've been doing this job for seven years now. So, yeah, I've been around doing this and knowing my buildings. And that's why I like to come and just pop in, visit my old clients, uh, do events at their buildings, and just have fun. Because that's how I learned the buildings is be a part of them and not just walk in and tour, you know. Did right. she just say she gets around? <laughs> well, I believe that was insinuated. <laughs> I think that's what she said. So we outed Angel do. and now you get along. So this is great. I can't deny that, you know. <laughs> I have been in Elkhart and Niles today, <laughs> so I make my rounds. <laughs> so, Tammy, tell me, as you're meeting with that family and somebody has lived in their home for 30, 40, 50 years, mm -hmm. and they are really struggling with the fact that they have to move out, right. that they cannot take care of their home anymore, mm -hmm. and... It's a hardship on the kids. Sure. And, I mean, let's be honest, it's a hardship on the kids yep. because, you know, you have your own family. We have right. our own families that we're we do. trying yeah. to raise, trying to do work full time, you know, grocery shop, cook meals, mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. How do you help kind of walk them through the process and get them on board with it's okay? Well, I, I always tell people everything is in your heart. No matter where you go, home is within you. And so make this next place your next home. And, you know, it'll be easier for you. It's easier on the kids. And everybody can be just the family again instead of, like we talked earlier, the caregivers, the lawnmowers, the, you know, you're the son, you're the daughter again. And so they can bring that to the community. And I think that the communities that I do place a, people, a lot of people in give them that feeling that it's home and that they can be home again. And so it's important to bring this, 
little important things to them, the little tchotchkes that you and I might overpass, but that was from mom in 1920, and I'm keeping right. that. Oh, that's so, why we have furnish your own room. Exactly. Bring it all in. Yep, so it's your, very Your important. home is your home is your home, and right. it's important to them right. to have that quilt that their grandmother made when they were five years old. Exactly. You know, I, yeah. some of the stuff that they have, I'm just like, wow. Yeah, it's really cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's older, mm -hmm. but I'm an antique lover. Right. Yep, and you won't I'm, see most of the pieces you'll never see I'm again. I'm an antique lover. Lover. Yep. I, mm, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just making sure that they can make it theirs again. Because so many people think that this is sterile. The the generation that we're working with didn't know what assisted livings are in. Right. Oh, we're was fighting a, a stigma. We right. are fighting a stigma So every everybody day. thinks everything is a nursing home. I'm not going to that home. You're not going to stick me in that home. And I'm like, they're not. Just let me show you right. what I'm talking about. And once they see them... That's this when the is light comes a great on. time. We promised our people that we would talk about the difference between memory care, assisted mm -hmm. living, and a nursing home. So, Tammy. Big difference. <laughs> I think that you should talk a little bit about that. Big because difference. Because we are, we are fighting that stigma. As, yes. as pe Sean and I are assisted living, mm -hmm. and we fight that stigma, and we have to explain it. So, I right. would love for you... <laughs> To show us the way. Well, you know, memory care is just what it says. Memory care. They specialize in dementia and Alzheimer's and all of those different things that afflict us. Um, and so they're going to be more geared towards that. They're maybe a little smaller, maybe uh, more one-on-one -on -one with people. They have different activities that are geared for people that can't remember how to play cards anymore. They may have done it all their life, but, you know. So they have a little bit higher, a uh, little difference of what they do. Mm -hmm. um, basically, a lot of the buildings are all the same. They give you all the same benefits, the meals, the, you know, the housekeeping and all that. But it's just the different programs that they have. So most dedicated memory cares are just going to be a smaller place because that's better for the people that live within them. Why is it small? Why is smaller better for memory care? For memory care, because it's not as overwhelming. People have to remember that when you do have dementia, you forget what a doorbell is or you forget what a dog bark is. And so all of those things can be a little scary to people because... They're hearing it for the first time, they think. So a memory care is a quieter place. It's smaller, so there's not as many things distracting their mind. And it's just better and calmer for the person that lives there. In assisted living, I hope that it is thriving and living and laughing and everything else because that's what it's important, that you go to a place that... You're social, but yet you get the help that you need. You can be as independent as you want to be. They want, they thrive on that. We they want to maintain exactly. the independence. We don't want to take right. away. No, I had, I did a tour today that somebody said, uh, "Wait, you could let them smoke." I'm like, I'm not here to tell them how to live exactly. Their life. Am I going to tell a 90 year old they can't do that? No. <laughs> so yeah, assisted living is more for the people that maybe just need help with that shower, or they're forgetting to take their medicine properly, or like you said earlier, nutrition. Right. Those are very important things Socialization. to a Yes, big so, thing. You would be shocked. And somebody who comes in who's lived a home alone, mm -hmm. just come in, have a caregiver come in, yep. and then they get into a place like Sean and I's, and there's activities. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we're going to talk about bingo, but they do That's love their bingo. Too. Yes, they do. They do love their bingo. <laughs> but there's also garden clubs, walking clubs, yes. cooking clubs. Yep. There's a men's clubs and a ladies' club, and... Happy hour, yes. which I want to partake in right now. Right that sounds now. like a good idea. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll cheer to that one. <laughs> and socialization is different for everyone. Correct. Because I know with us, when grandma lived with us and we moved her into a community, um, socialization for her was getting up every day and going to meals. Right. Because right. in the past, 
her socialization was going to McDonald's and having a cheeseburger and coffee with her friends. Yep, yep. I see it all the time. Every day. Mm-hmm. Right. That's you everything's know, so different. Yep. She didn't go out and play cards. She wasn't a crafter. Like those weren't things that she did. Mm-hmm. Right. And so going to meals with her friends, making friends at meals, that was important. That was something yep. that she thrived on mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we've got all these other little ladies or gentlemen who you know like to go to the activities like to participate in the men's clubs mm-hmm, the ladies clubs mm-hmm, yeah um veterans clubs sometimes they forget you. they used to do things and then some you know unfortunately their friends are passing right and so the things that they used to do that kept them social they don't do anymore but when they move into this and assisted living then they can bring back all of those things because there's right. people to do and it sometimes like with my mom and dad they're, they, like, dad is, like, so social. He's out there. He's doing the things. And mm-hmm. mom is just like, yeah, you can go ahead and leave. I'm going to stay home. Yep. You know, so it can be, and that's good for differences, too. Because right. it, mm-hmm. it, it caters exactly. to all things. Yep. You can pick and choose the activities that you want to be a part of or don't want to be a part of. Right. And be more social or not be more social. Thank you, so, Tammy, thank you, for coming in today yeah. and yeah. being with yeah. us, everyone. This is 3.1, which will drop on the Mondays. And we are actually on vacation when this drops. Yes! We are on vacation. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. We're going to go where it's cold and I don't even care. Was that singing? <gasps> that was. Oh, no. And it's dropped, guys. I can't wait. Have a good day. We love you. We love you. Bye.